Welcome into DC On Screen episode 337. We are going to get super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow 213 Land of the Lost. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This guy over here, my co host, Jason Goss. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was that caught me off guard, man. Sorry. <laughs> to recap, Evil Rip has a back door to Gideon. He crashes the ship in the Crustaceous period. Ray, Nate, and Amaya head out looking for a piece that will fix the ship. Sarah and Jax head into Rip's mind to free him and have to, and they have to face evil versions of themselves and their teammates. Uh, the part is retrieved, and good old Rip liberates himself, thanks to the help of Gideon personified, leaving the crew intact and the ship on its way. Also, Ray gives Nate a destiny trip about dating Amaya, since she's the only one whose destiny seems to actually mean anything on the ship. Um, yeah, so, uh, right out of the gate, uh, I was a little weirded out by Person Gideon? <laughs> the Person Gideon or the Kiss? Both. I mean... Like, because they were like, oh, well, you know, you know Thawne didn't, you know, think Gideon was a threat, so he didn't do anything with her. I thought that was clever. Uh, like, I thought that was actually I, a clever little twist for him. Kind of clever. Except, I'm like, and I don't know, did this Thawne happen before or after season one of The Flash? Because I feel like season one Thawne would have absolutely have known Gideon was a threat since he spent all that time with Gideon. Yeah, but still thinking it's a computer, you may not go back and rethink that. Maybe. Also, it is very clear to anyone who has ever thrown one neuron at another that Rip would have a backdoor into Gideon. He would trust Evil Rip mm -hmm. to have a backdoor into Gideon as well. Mm-hmm meaning that he would trust Evil Rip to take care of this. I want to make a quick case for the kiss, and there are going to be people, be people that are weirded out by that, because um, uh -huh. it, it's strange. Um, I mean, it's it's a ship, it's an AI, it's it's like his ship that he... That... Alright, so I'm a little jaded to the concept, because I've watched Futurama too many times. Right. And there is an episode where Bender and... Uh, like They changed the ship's um, personality settings to, like, mm -hmm. Sigourney Weaver's voice, I think it was. And um, uh -huh. and like a giggly, cute, uh, like cutesy voice and stuff. And so uh, the the ship and Bender end up falling in love. And of course, it gets weird. And um, uh, they it's just it's hilariously Futurama. But I'm jaded to the concept. But the other thing is, and you have you'll have to remember the Matt Smith run. But they did this on Doctor Who. I, I do um, absolutely do. So this is presented. And, um, yes, it is. That's the first thing I thought about. I'm like, dude, Rip, do you have to do everything the doctor did? <laughs> I know. I thought that was a cute little, like, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a cute send up from the writers, probably, that, like, yeah, we're yeah. going to throw Arthur Darville doing a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not that weird in that context. Um, just because I've, I've seen it before. Now, whether mm -hmm. it's just strange because it's strange because it's like his ship's AI and he lives in the ship and that's just weird. I you know what? I, can't I was honestly, I was honestly kind of fine with it until Gideon knew about it, like in real world. I, you know, I would have been, I, I like that. I, I would prefer her know about it. It's less rapey. I just don't know how that happened. I mean, does she have like a brain thing with him going on? I don't know. No, I mean, that's... she was never not herself. At any point. Like, she's part of the technology they use to get into his brain, so she could actually come oh. in. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, she was the she was the bridge. Okay, okay. It would have been weird if she I didn't was just know thinking, what was happening. I was just thinking that, that, that Gideon was a figment of his imagination. Yeah. I didn't catch it. Okay, that makes more sense. Thank you, Jason. Oh, no problem, no problem. I, this is why I need you. I just hope I'm right. 
Oh, good. You don't remember an actual scene where they said that. Okay, cool. (laughs) Don't always trust my memory when these things happen. I rarely trust my memory outright. Right. So at the at the at the start of the episode, I kind of felt like Nate's fabric of reality speech is really unnecessary. I was like, do you really have to explain to these people that changing the timeline is going to be a problem? I mean, should we? Ha- I mean, I realize it's really secretly exposition for the audience who may not have you know been paying attention in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. Got to catch those new viewers every time. I guess. Right. You know, maybe it just has to do with them following the Flash. Now, like a new mm. new uh, time and date. Maybe they're trying to do that whole first four episodes or all pilots thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dug this this bit. Uh, Rip didn't tell you anything? No, he told me a lot of things. All variations of go to hell. <laughs> that was good. Right, we didn't get a lot of good or, laughs out of Mick this um, episode, but... Oh, yeah. No, no killing. No fun. Yeah, there was... Um, there's a reason he made me chief engineer. You're the only engineer. <laughs> yep I laughed really hard when Mick just runs and punches Rip in the face yeah that was good and it, you know you know damn well he's been wanting to do that for a long time now oh yeah oh yeah you cannot be serious I am get me a beer yeah <laughs> the beer professor oh and make it a six pack yeah yeah I, I just love Mick man yeah, Mick's awesome he's just damn charming now um toward the end there and by the way, the, the T-Rex did not look great, but it was still a cool scene. Um, yeah. And, like, we we have this uh, this progression now. Um, so Amaya has, has decided that, you know, maybe she can date on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate's down. Uh, Rip's a little, yoo-hoo. I liked, mm-hmm. I liked like, Rip being, right, sorry, I like, uh, you know, Ray comes around the corner with the yoo-hoo on the guanon stick. And, um, which is all just weird, but kind of funny in, like, a way <laughs> that only Ray would be funny. And he he sits down with him, and I, I, I'm i starting to really love the Ray-Nate comedy. Like, he sits down there at the opposite sides of the log. He sco- scoots over one seat, scoots over another seat. Now they're, like, sitting with, like, their arms touching, and, like, Nate just gives him some weird look. What are we doing here, man? <laughs> I'm just kind of liking their chemistry. Mm-hmm. But then he sits, and, he sits down, and he kind of explains to her that she's the only one that, um you know, has really any history behind her. Like, she has a destiny, if, even if we don't. You know, sorry, Nate, you can't tell her about her Doom Village and foster care. All that. Um, mm-hmm. Which sucks, and it's it's bad news. But Nate's kind of, like, you see Nate coping with it. And then there's the scene with the T-Rex, and then this lovely little exchange afterwards where um, uh, Nate uh, Ray kind of says, like, so you were you were going to break it off? And it's like, um, Nate says, yes. Then I saw one of the most epic displays of badasseries I've ever seen in my life. So, mm-hmm. not casual then? No, 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 no. I'm just starting to like their back and forths. Yeah. Is there anything to, is there anything to say that you know they can't actually be destined to be together? I mean, in, in the timeline. I guess not. I mean, I guess not. I mean, what is Amaya to to uh, Mari? Is she like was it grandmother or great grandmother? I thought it was grandmother. Which one was it? Okay, so I mean, I don't know that there's any reason we've ever heard a uh, you know her dating or even you know parenting with a time traveling historian. I don't know that's ever been ruled out. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, know. My main problem with their relationship is still, I wanted Rex Tyler back. I know, buddy. That's me. I, 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 that's probably on me. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got a laugh out of Sarah this episode. God, I'm a bitch in Rip's mind. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarro me. I, no, I laughed when I saw Sarah go fight Off-White Canary in her costume. Mm-hmm. 
because it reminded that me that like, oh yeah, she did have that stupid costume mm-hmm. that we haven't seen in a while. I think for a reason. Because <laughs> I think I think they decided it was not a great costume. <laughs> oh, everyone hates this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess she's going to be Sarah Lance instead of White Canary. Yeah. I mean, really? Like, what? When's the last time you heard White Canary brought up? Yeah, I don't. Not not a while. Or saw that costume. I mean. Well, they're always going undercover. Like, they don't wear their costumes a whole lot anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, sort of like Ray, who is a costume and stuff like that, yeah. Sure. Or but, Mick, who yeah. can't be bothered. The last few episodes, though, we've seen him. He was in, like, Crustaceous Safari gear this episode. Like, last episode, it was, what, a knight's uh, uh, Oh, no, outfit, he just likes dressing and... up. He's just an enthusiastic yeah, guy. <laughs> he's the guy that, he like, really if is. you send him a, you send him, like, a, a, an invitation to your Halloween party that says like costume demanded. He his eyes light up. Yes, what am I gonna be? <laughs> All right. So uh, my favorite quote of the episode: "Do not leave the urine perimeter." <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh too. <laughs> that was good. I mean, our- worst episode. Uh, worst quote of the episode. Looks like we're gonna have to kick our own asses. Yeah. Thank you, Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. Um, <laughs> that was good. Um, and I didn't, I didn't actually write down any of the lines, but I did like, um, you know, we go on like the journey to the center of the Rip, and they they do come back successfully. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see Rip in there with like superpowers for a minute. Um, yeah, my big disappointment with this was I thought that this was gonna we were, we might actually get a little closer to uh learning more about rip you know like i think i thought we were gonna get some bits in there that was but instead all we got was the wave rider it was like another like hey let's run around the wave rider and oh there's some vandal savage soldiers and i'm like you don't have any of your your wife and kids in there no but instead you've got like evil version of the legends i know this was like an altered rip brain yeah but like that was what uh that was kind of the machination that Eobard set in place. Like, he wasn't going to involve Rip's family and crap. He was going to just use the team against itself. Like, you've got a, a team of pretty powerful people. I'm just going to make them evil. Mm-hmm. Throw them in there. And they didn't need anything that affected uh, Rip psychologically. He was just stuck in a box that apparently Sarah threw him into. So he did. they didn't need to, to mess with him. I mean, he was already just shoved into a corner of his own mind. No big deal. And you know what? What it, The episode... Uh, overall reminded me a little bit of uh, out of gas mm-hmm. like especially like you know that last scene where he's talking about this uh the guy's trying to sell him this this trying to like do the the upsell on this big old ship over here and he just looks over in the corner yeah. and he's like which one's what about that and like you see you know you see firefly yeah um it reminded me a little bit of the of, of like the a man in his first true love his ship it felt like he wanted to be that uh, in parts and then, but at the same time, they didn't. They did an episode in season one where they went back and did uh, Rip's backstory, and it kind of wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was an aspect of like we tried that, you know, we got our point across. We know what his backstory is. Um, let's let's call it a day. Yeah, I mean, I could deal with a little more of, of Rip's psychology, you know. But um, you know, whatever. I don't know. I was happy enough with his bravado <laughs> on this one. I mean, there's a moment where. Um, I almost, uh, I don't know, I got very jealous when this happened. All right, so she finally convinces him that this is his ship. Like, they go through a couple of trial and errors and all that, right? And mm-hmm. Rip finally stands up, and all the bravado he can muster, this is my ship, and you will do as I command. 
Mm-hmm. I got real jealous thinking like, ah, I wish I could do that with my brain. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. No brain. Yeah. This is what we're doing right now. A yeah, nice little double, you know? Yeah. Nice little double speak, you know? This is my ship, my vessel, my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But uh, I, I did like his bravado. Okay and I, I didn't a... write down any of the lines. I just remember it being a very, a very sweet scene when he comes out and greets everybody again. Yeah. It, it, I, I enjoyed that. Oh, who is the captain, though, now? Is it Rip or Sarah? I think it was Rip. Like they, because the Gideon says like uh, calls for the captain, and and they both reply at the same time, and she kind of laughs and and takes her place around the table. I think she's uh, ab- abdicating. I think is the word. Mm. I mean, I would assume unless they were doing like a co-captaincy. Well, if you have the true Rip Hunter back, Sarah did a fine job. I thought, except when she was waffling a couple times, but she held it together. But she doesn't have his experience. If you really have him back, you take him back. Yeah, I mean, they should have a scene where he's like, So, Sarah, I decided that you're going to be co-captain. What? Why? I mean, I'm very tired. You know, I haven't had a lot of time to relax. And quite honestly, there's a lot less time to flog the dolphin when you're evil, oddly <laughs> enough. So I'm going to go into my study. And... Yeah. No, it just, it's it's a very, like, hierarchical relationship. There's, like... There's no such thing as a functioning co-quarterback system, um, weirdly. Well, I mean, even if it's, like, captain or first officer, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the captain and first officer thing works just fine, but it has. there's got to be a kick down after captain. Like, I'm, I'm saying in football, you don't have, you, you can't, you got to have your guy. You can't be running running a new guy out there every, every couple of drives. It doesn't work. People have tried it. It's always a failure. Except, weirdly, mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's a, Cornell did a thing. That was kind of funny. They put three quarterbacks in the. They put a. They had a quarterback and then a fullback and a and a and a halfback, and they were all three quarterbacks. So it didn't know. You never knew who they were going to snap to, but they could all throw. Mm-hmm. It was a weird thing. You can only pull that off in Ivy League because they're weird. Um, in real football though, doesn't doesn't play. And I don't know. It feels feels analogous here. I, I just Rip's got the I experience. Did. You know, she did a great job while he was injured. But when you're when your franchise guy's back, you put him back in the game. All right. Well, I think that ends our uh, seg- this segment of the Paul Fe- Feinbaum show. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to die. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. But you learned something. Yeah. You learned something, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> you just tuned out. <laughs> My brain went to sleep. It was involuntary. No, just even. there was like a 30 second patch there where all you heard was. <laughs> I was admittedly I was looking at my Batman action figures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to wrap up the last pieces on the moon, I guess. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Is that what they just they decided? I, 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 there was there was hintage that the last piece was on the moon. Rip Rip knows where it is. Oh. Um. Yep. Next episode's called Moonshot. Okay. Cool. We're going back for Commander Steve. We've only got four. Four left. Yeah, I know. Mm. Surprising. Seems like just yesterday we were starting this season. It's almost over, guys. I know. We have, what, Moonshot, Fellowship of the Spear, Doomworld, and Aruba. Mm-hmm. We do. And we does. And we will be around to cover all of those episodes. So, subscribe on iTunes if you haven't. I promise. We won't hurt you. Uh... Well, we probably will. You'll probably gotta go. Either why am I watching these shows, or why am I listening to these guys? Um, we all have those moments. <laughs> um, 
because sometimes we're we're a little down on them. Yeah. Sometimes we're not. Yeah. You know. Um. You're usually a lot. You're usually a lot lighter on legends than I am. Yeah, I enjoy legends. I mean, I I've just never expected it to be anything more than it has, that it is. It doesn't disappoint me at all. Yeah. Every now and then it's kind of bad in a way that's predictable, and I think, eh, I knew it was going to be bad in a way that was predictable. <laughs> like it's. I predicted. Yeah, I, I knew that was going to be bad. No big deal. Um. Hey, look at yeah, that dinosaur. You know, I, I'm fine. Yeah. No. Uh, no. I, there are things I love about the show too. Um, I loved, by the way, before we end this episode, I loved, by the way, that, uh, that Stein and Mick had that whole conversation where, like, Mick was like, dude, you need to start treating Jax like a person. Oh, I forgot about that little spot. But yes, that was cool. And I want to see where that goes. You mm-hmm. need, I, I, it calls out his own mortality. How long are you going to be around? You need to treat him like a partner. Yeah. That was cool. What's he, what's he going to do when you're gone? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, do you oh, want him dude, relying Mick. on you or you do want, do you want him to be his own man? Like, treat him like a man, dude. Yeah. And he clearly takes his advice. Yeah. Which Martin, you know, for all of his stubbornness, is pretty malleable. Takes his own advice, creates an aberration of a daughter, listens to the homicidal maniac, and goes and treats Jax like a person. Yeah. I don't know. The same man that, like, a couple episodes ago, <laughs> the the exchange was, if you tell anyone, I will kill you. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, no, no, uh, no blustering, no, no, nothing. Just, I believe you. Right. I believe that you will kill me. <laughs> I liked the bit where in the in their in Rip's head where Sarah refers to evil Mick. She's like, which I guess is just Mick. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Overall, overall, anyway. pretty good episode. I mean, I was pretty happy with it. I don't know what I was. I enjoyed a lot of things in it. You were, I'll say, largely that. ambivalent about Legends. <laughs> episode one thirteen. Yeah. That is the only time I've heard you actually say like, "No, that was good." <laughs> I don't remember what to, this, was was that season the, finale was that of last year. You're like, no, that yeah, was actually yeah, good TV. Finale. Like that, yeah. I felt like that one may have been good enough to justify the entire season. That's exactly what I told my wife when I told her she should go ahead and finish watching that. She yeah. watched a few. And, eh, I was like, okay, all right, it, it's worth it. Just I, I've seen the finale now. It's worth it. Just watch it in the background. You'll enjoy yourself. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like Snart enough. It's been tough without Snart it, around too much. It has. Mix picked up a lot of the slack. I think Ray and Nate's picked up some of the slack as far as chemistry goes. Mm-hmm. They've just uh, yeah. they've adjusted. Yeah. Uh, I do look forward to watching it every week. So, yeah. you know, there's that. <laughs> anyway, we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can go to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe to us and uh, get every episode that we be doing. Which is many, oh, and so uh, many. <laughs> we're gonna be back uh, on Tuesday with news for the DCEU and DCTV, two separate episodes, guys, um, covering both of those things. Whichever one you you want to watch or watch, no, listen to, um, or both, whatever. But uh, we usually get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more loose on those episodes. And uh, until that time, such a time exist that those episodes are online and waiting for your quivering and anxious ears. Keep some DC on your screen. There we go. You got there. <laughs> <laughs>